This episode is brought to you by Tabletop Dominion, purveyors of handmade dice and artisan gaming accessories. Why not head over to tabletopdominion.com and use the code BELLOW to enjoy 10% off your order. Who knows, maybe you will find your very own blue dice of power. Hello and welcome to the Billowing Hilltop podcast. Readers, I hope you're well. We've got a long one this week, so I won't waffle on. Just to remind you about ratings and reviews and social media and all of that stuff. And otherwise, there's no other news or information. So let us push on with episode 158 of the Billowing Hilltop podcast, Cats and Jammer. Hello, hello, good evening. Good hello, evening. Everybody. Good evening. I'm here with Lucas, Master Spidologist, hello. Graham the Hologram. Hello. I'm here with Johnny oh. easing himself. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to stop doing that. And we are joined, a wonder of wonders, by Paul, who, Sorry, who has you? been reconstructed. He's had his parts stripped and put back in again. Oh, it's oh, good shiny. to have him He's back. Been shiny. He's been shiny. shiny. No, we haven't. No. Mm. Bit of an MOT while we're at it. Shiny. Yeah. You haven't missed anything, Paul, because your character is... Well, we'll get into that in a minute. We haven't got my favourite player. Dan is not with us. He's buggered off to Narnia, hasn't he? He is, he's off, yes. Yeah. Can anybody remember where we Oh, I can remember where we were. We um, were in multiple places. We, well, we now actually, we've got Paul. We know where we were, yeah. but we don't know where we're going to be because oh. we've gone through a mirror. Yes. Well, you've got a guess as to where you're going to be. Um, All will emails. be revealed. It was almost a TPK last week. I actually should have listened to some things. Again, Paul, it just adds to the experience if you have the same amount of knowledge of all of this as Scaly would have, well, which is as I yeah. normally do. I, I was a bag of nerves at the end of it. Ooh, I can't wait to hear it. Now that we have Paul, we have Paul's bag. I am going to reach. Oh, just, what a can bag! You just shift over a little bit, Paul. It's I'm feeling, just going to reach into your bag. It's feeling yes, quite sting a little. Empty the sack. Here we go. Oh, uh, I shall uh, extract from uh, your plump sack. Sorry. This email. We've had another email from. Oh, Remember we, what? We? with the beer yes. we have so we get some beer then well we, 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 he, Mike's gonna get beer. talks about it a little still addicted to the podcast can you believe it episode 150 oh, everyone is still talking to each other the storyline is still progressing <laughs> albeit slowly uh, okay and what is more a few mentions of the local most excellent Cullen brewery to boot and then he puts located in Cullen not craven arms which must be something that we got wrong anyway the amount of advertising they're getting out of this mm. is unbelievable yeah i mean it's to i mean there's eight, eight people have now heard them referred to up to three times great side adventures with sir scaly uh. Scaly is now one of my. F- oh, God, God. I, didn't, I should have read ahead. Come on, Scaly uh, is now uh, one of my favourites. Yes, we sure Paul isn't just writing this himself. <laughs> well, very possibly, actually. Yeah, it's yeah, a beer a that like never it. turns up. This new character with an air of compulsion, the one and only Mister Cigar Smoking Ashtray Wielding. I hope it could be used for attack in parentheses. Dragonborn quested paladin with attitude on a clear mission. Shame Sandy Baby didn't have the same opportunities. Maybe Scaly is Sandy. At Sandy's previous level, she could assume a new identity. Oh, that's true. Thanks. Well, I have no idea what he's going on I about know I there. do, but I'm sorry. Well, that's not the case. Right. Okay. No. But thank you for reminding me about Scaly. <laughs> the main group and party direction is a little confused for me at the moment. I not mean, the only one. Were. Yeah, same for us. <laughs> yeah, we have absolutely no idea what's going on. Mm. I guess because there hasn't been a decent mic. Yeah. I guess because there hasn't been a decent mic summary for some time. No, not another recap. 
Don't worry, we're not going to have one. Recap what one happened recap. to the rod of seven parts or the part they had? We gave it to Marcus Steenbringer, little... didn't we? Yes. yes, exactly, we did. Now, there's a little section now which is about him trying to guess where we live and who we are, which I'm going to skip over because, chaps, he is quite Ac- eerily, Ac- scarily <laughs> accurate. <laughs> So we'll move on from that bit. Free excellent Clun beer is available. Any suggestions for drop delivery place? Ah, uh, no. DHL? The D&D weekend. Yeah. Oi. Well, maybe we can email you somewhere to get us our beer. This is stream of consciousness, this email. Which is I think a P.O. box, otherwise he might turn up. I'm not going to set up a P.O. box. For, anyway, how but, can you put beer? What would be wrong with him turning no, up? No, but he might, he might drive around with the, the beer and... Um, mm. And what? Want to what talk be to weird. You? Yeah, well, he already knows where you live, Johnny. I, I, I didn't read out. He knows where you live. It's probably parked outside your house. I Johnny, wanted Johnny. someone I in Weatherspoons to buy you a pint. Buy me a pint. Well, if we get word yeah, to well, buy you a pint, it's only a Clun beer. Maybe Wurt is in fact Tim Martin. I hope the bags of holding aren't put into each other or the portable hole, especially if jumping in the bag to dimension door escape. Oh, not to be mentioned to players unless feeling kind. Bollocks. Oh, well. <laughs> no, I know about that. I've got a plan for that. It's all part of the plan. This is a very random email. Is the name of the submarine Titan? Yes, now what? it is. No, it's not. It's the uh, Crimson Spockhockter. Oh, is it? Uh, top moments. Uh, not so many as in my old age, I tend to be forgetful. The non-existent pig race. <laughs> the frost hanger clothes change. Magic squabbles and unwise choices. That's it. There's no sign off. There's nothing. The mysterious were. Has emailed us once Thanks, more. Thanks, Were. Mm. Thanks, Were. Anyway, <laughs> on we go. Uncle Buggy, Parker, Burple, Sessions, you leap into the mirror. Uh, are you falling? Are you flying? Time stretches out, but also condenses to an instant. You float, suspended between the different little chambers of reality. And as you do so, you are visited by the blessing of Oort, and you are raised to the next level of experience. Why don't we, whilst you're dangling in the ether space, run through your levelling up choices? Who wants to start? Well, mine's really quick because I just basically get plus one on proficiency bonus and I can now speak all languages. And that's, I don't have any choices to make. So that's it. I get you can speak I get. all languages. I am now able to speak all languages. Huh. That sounds kind of gross. Potentially plot destroying. Does that also mean read all languages? Good point. I ah. need to read that up. Tonight's beer, Mike, is Beera Moretti. Oh, yes. It's just delicious. Crisp. Yeah, Moretti's lovely. Crisp holiday type beer. It's got a sort of wheaty, barley, quality. It does. Yeah, I like quality, that. which is very nice. Yeah, mm. I agree. Yeah, yum, yum. Is there anything else from you, Parker, while me? Well, I was just going to say, because... Wibble on about beer. With Paul's question. So the description says, you understand all spoken languages and any creature that can understand a language can understand what you say. So no, you can't read. It's not reading, it's spoken. Yes, but if somebody can read something... then Allowed, you can understand what they say. You can understand what they say, yes. Well, that's... Is that it? Is that what you got? That's yeah, and you get plus one on proficiency bonus. So that was it, basically. What about buggy? Buggy? Anything? Uh, it wasn't very interesting. So obviously, I'm not doing barbarian because it gets. I keep moaning about that, but it gets really boring yes. after fifth level. Yeah. So I took another level yep. in cleric. So I'm now a fifth level barbarian, tenth level cleric. A tenth level cleric, I get an extra fifth level spell. I took uh, greater restoration. Not mm, amazingly inspiring. And incredibly useful get a another cantrip 
So at the moment I've got Guidance, Light, Resistance, Spare the Dying, and Toll the Dead. I can't remember which one I picked. And right. Then the I get a class feature with Cleric, which is Divine Intervention, which means... Oh, of course, your 10th level. You've got I a, have yeah. a 10% chance of calling on a Reesey Bear Claw to help yes. once every seven days. Even though you keep calling him Greasy Bear Claw. So Greasy Bear be Claw. Yeah. Badly disposed, but yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Well, yes, I think Sessions has got Divine Intervention as well. He does. But 14% chance now? 14% chance now, yeah. Well, let's talk about Sessions then. 14th level cleric. 14th level cleric. Quite similar to a 13th level cleric, uh, really. Mm. Um, I get Destroy Undead Challenge Rating 3. Yes, that's so worse than useless. Yeah. Well, yeah. So I'm, I'm not sure how many Challenge Rating 3 undeads you face at 14th level, but should we find some, I will destroy them happily. I got to uh, prepare another spell. Yeah. So I chose Sunbeam. What does that do? Oh, is that like Ark of the Covenant? Yeah, holy it's light. kind of Holy Light, Lancing Ark of the Covenant. Yeah. Concentration up to a minute each round, you can fire off your Sunbeam. I think it might look like a roulette table and a, a big ball may shoot at um, whoever I'm firing at. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, so it's a roulette table. Yeah. Okay, with a sort of ball of light. A ball that, of light. Right. Hurtles up to whatever it is, 60 feet away. Fevrige, yeah. Rien de Verplou, and then the great wheel turns, mm-hmm. and then the ball of horror. Okay, fine. Yeah, I'll probably else from sessions? My, uh, yeah, exactly. The next time we use <laughs> it, I keep forgetting. I mean, somehow I have 44 prepared spells, which I find rather amazing. What? Is that right? No, I Can think it's all, right? it's all the always Blimey. prepared spells. And it's the ones that repeat every level. I think that's why it seems like such a big number. Oh, yeah. You know, you can do oh, yes, your wounds yeah, yeah, yeah. at first, second, third, you know, up to seventh level. So, Burple has leveled up, but I don't think we're going to get into that. We can let Dan talk us through whatever's happened with Burple when he returns to us from the Serengeti or wherever it is that he is. And Scaly, you're not present. No. We can pick up your level stuff potentially later. Yeah. You emerge back into the bedchamber from which you first departed in a sort of heap on the floor, I'm guessing. It's empty. There's nobody in there. You've only been... I think this has taken you about five minutes. We were talking about this the other day, weren't we, Lucas? Mm. It's completely absurd, but... Yeah. I don't think we got through more than about 15 rounds then. Something like that. Yep. Assuming that it's also taken you some time to do some searching and some bits and bobs before you actually got involved in anything nasty. Let's say 15 minutes. That seems kind of reasonable. But I feel I've been away over a week. Because I had some weird time warp. Something weird was going on there with Buggy. That's right. Your subjective experience has been that you... Well, put it this way. You don't even know how long you were there before you woke up. But certainly, since you woke up, between then and when you have escaped... I mean, at some point, Buggy and the others probably need to update each other as to their experiences. But we'll get into that in a minute. Because we're desperately short of material. But Buggy, (laughs) Buggy, yeah, you think, yeah, about a week... So presumably we can now read the Doombringer scroll and go back to... First, though, let's do a little bit of admin. Can I get a couple of constitution saves from Burple and from Parker? But Parker is saving at advantage. Let me give him a little ledger that I've got here somewhere. Is anyone authorised to roll on behalf of Burple? Should we roll the dice to see who's rolling for Burple? I'm just going to well, look around the table as I look at things. Gonna roll. Sheet. Oh, uh, God. Oh, dear... What's the best you got then? Uh, Ten. No, five. 
Five and five. Five is the best you got. Mm, it's very early for the old order. I know, but we're getting to critical, aren't we, with this whole thing? Mm. I think it's going to have to be an alt dice. Well, you're already in trouble. <sighs> 17 ah. plus okay. seven. Yeah. Do yeah, I need yeah. to roll the 1d8? That's all I needed to see. Okay, so where's my little list? And what about purple? Shall I roll d4, looking around the table from my left to my right, getting a one? Lucas, could you please roll on purple's behalf? Nine. Okay, do you want a stick or twist? If I remember, purple didn't run through the electricity stuff and fail, so I'm assuming that Dan is sort of one fail behind me. So... We could risk it. What do you reckon, Graham? I, I'm not sure what's what's happening on a fail with these things anymore. He's failed well, quite I think a lot, that, I think. It's like, death, it's like death saving throws. At some stage or other, Mike's going to say, OK, I've tallied up this number of fails, and then we're going to turn into creepy crawlies. Far be it from me to um, steer, but you're not miles off. Yeah, because. that's what I'm thinking. I've got a little ledger here. Um, and I know how many fails and how many saves you have yes. made since you first started to be afflicted. Yes. Does he have any sense of how far down that track he is? I mean, because obviously we've not paid it. No, I, I mean, there's a danger that I stray yeah. into an area of... Metagaming, I don't know, or whatever it's called. DM knows best or whatever. Yeah. No, I have been pretty clear with you as to whether or not you think you have failed or saved in each instance. So yes. if either one of you had been keeping track, you would know... Well, as said, relatively I've been accurately roughly keeping how you've been track. doing. Yeah, and my yeah. my rough I mean I could be wrong because I'm not sure whether I've got all the times that Purple say okay. failed, but I have the feeling that He doesn't seem to have a note of that. He has notes of other things like authority yeah. points and research no. points, but not that I can't get into it any further than that. I don't know where you want to be with this, but before I think I, I think I'm the effects, I think you need to make a description. Okay, you're gonna walk dice? dice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Off yes. you go. Here we go again. It's a 14. Plus a D8. 22, yeah. You're both feeling not great, but you don't think that you have tipped any further down the slope towards greebliness. So I just wanted to get that little bit of admin out of the way because it occurs the moment that you appear in the real world. The (laughs) The real world. world. And so, yeah, you've got your scroll of teleportation that will take you uh, back should you wish to be taken I think back. Po- post-haste, unless you've got any objections, Graham? No, I think we probably want to get our... Um, see how well we did on the old research points. Yes. Back to Marcus. Just as the session sort of reaches the final critical incantation, oh, it's going um, to be the reverse. something nasty and besuckered Bug- starts effect. coming through the mirror, oh, like right. a tentacle, like an octopoid nastiness. Just as it sort of reaches out to swipe at you, Scooby-Doo style, and then you're in Marcus's lake bed. Marcus. Lair. Hello, Marcus. And you are immediately the centre of a flurry of activity. Hands reach out to guide you. (laughs) Burple and Parker, despite the fact that you feel you've shaken off that last wave of parasitic nastiness. Right. Certainly in Burple's case, increasingly in Parker's case. It's like arriving in A&E and we're suddenly being sort of whisked into the system. (laughs) Yes, something like that. It does feel a bit (laughs) ER. 
Parker, yeah. that, that zap from that green electricity energy, whatever it was, yeah. certainly hasn't helped. And both of you are in a state where you're sort of spasming a little. Right. You feel like you're sort of slightly losing touch with reality, that feverish, yeah. infected thing. Well, we hand over the documents to Elegos, I assume. Elegos is there, and yeah. Elegos and a couple of orderlies... Yeah usher you away from the teleport circle across one of the bridges towards you can see Scaly's tank Scaly is lying there in repose next to Scaly's tank two more tanks have been set up and they walk you gingerly towards them (laughs) there are a couple of seats there are wits Marcus's wits all over a couple of benches that have been set up around and near his desk yeah and there are retorts and flasks and beakers and bubbling stuff and all of that alchemical laboratory yeah. paraphernalia. And these little aspects of Marcus's personality are jumping between them and erecting stuff and setting stuff up and calibrating and heating and all of that stuff. Blood test, double CT. Elegos is, <laughs> what did you find? What did you find? And you hear yeah. Marcus's voice coming from the big wit, the big yeah. central wit that was sitting on the edge of the desk. Yeah. Yes, yes. What have you discovered? Yeah. Have you had any success? Well, we yes. hand over seven points of information. Including the liquid. You have uh, documents? Documents yeah. and you some have, sort of... Uh, in- li- ingredients? Yes. Seven you got was, seven I believe, res- the number, yeah. You got seven research points. I can tell you now, that was all the research points that were on offer. So you've done an absolutely bang-up job. Awesome. This is excellent. This is gold dust. There are papers, there are materials, there are notes. <laughs> Elegos sort of holds stuff up for this wits inspection as you hand it over, and it's looking uh, positive, and she scuttles over to where all of the research paraphernalia has been set up, all of the alchemical stuff. There's a tiny little goblin wit wearing enormous glasses that sits there and starts pouring through the papers that you manage to seize burbling out the contents in a sort of weird monotone. Another little wit with a quill pen is dipping it into its mouth where it seems to be secreting some kind of inky ichor and making notes on a scroll that other wits are pouring over and scratching their heads and looking at. Chemicals are being measured out, powders are being ground, and Eligos kind of looks over at you and says, I think we need to get you into the tank straight away. The orderlies take you, Parker, and Burple they sit you down next to these tanks and they hand you a heavy ceramic pot of warm, milky liquid mm. that smells <laughs> of sleep. Mm-hmm. And they say, drink, drink now. I assume that we're going to assume that Purple would also drink this. Does anybody feel that, I mean, you know what Dan would be like. Yeah. String it out for Probably want to attack it. He necks it immediately. Yeah. <laughs> I will neck mine. Yes. Okay, well... It's not long, Parker and Purple, before you feel the world darken and close around you. Your eyelids become heavy. You slump in the chair. You dream of sinking into the dark depths. Drop down, down and down. And you remember no more. Is there any Sessions and Buggy left? Okay. Sessions and Buggy, you see the orderlies wrestle, especially Parker, who's a bit of a unit, wrestle Parker and Burple into a kind of cradle hoist very like the thing that they used to drop the cow into the pen in Jurassic Park, and lower their two recumbent forms into their respective tanks. Various 
tubes are hooked up to the tanks. Bubbles start to ripple through the liquid they're in, and they are left in a state of suspension. In the meantime, we loot the bodies and uh, head off. Yeah, the wits. <laughs> yeah, why not? The wits, Elagos, and Agath of Thrunch, and Bondi is there. There is a frenzy of activity. At one point, one of the wits, the wit that is reading and reviewing the papers that you discovered as part of your haul, holds one up with a sort of quizzical... I'm assuming it's got eyebrows. Everything's got eyebrows in this world. Mm. Uh, with a raised eyebrow. And that's passed to Elegos, who looks at it, doesn't really understand what it is, and wanders over to you and says, I don't think this has anything to do with what we're looking at. And it's a document that looks like it's sort of calculations it looks very like the markings on the floor in the chamber that the choir boy came from the markings that seem to have a depiction of a planet or something within them that sat beneath an effigy of the skull of Chios on the wall do you remember that bit yep mm-hmm. yeah it's predicting the conjunction of planets that that happens maybe marcus could um, help us with that the chief wit of marcus sits on the edge of the desk, its legs dangling. There is nothing you can do, you two. Feel free to uh, rush to uh, recuperate. Can uh, I do we a can long bring rest? you some refreshments. Yes, of course. This is a game mechanic, but yes, I understand you. <laughs> no, yeah, you can do a long can rest. Long do I also rest? effectively uh, get a yeah, long rest? Yeah. And they work away into the night. I'm also going to retune to my belt of dwarven kind. Yeah, sure. And... Is there any cheese? Is Cheeseman, is he in my bag of holding? Cheeseman is in your bag of holding. Oh, hello. Can I give him some cheese? Has Marcus got any cheese I can give him? Ah, it's you again. Is there any cheese? Oh, cheese cheese going in. A small amount of cheese. (laughs) A crumb of cheese with salt restored. I'll give him some good quality cheese from Marcus's pantry. I think Cheeseman needs to be sort of plonked on the most sumptuous cheese board that Marcus Doombringer has available, surely. Exactly. A reward for his services. What are you explaining yeah. about Cheeseman to Marcus? Yeah, yeah, I'll explain. Yeah, is there any way you can make him more intelligent? He's a bit, he's a bit dim. This is a heroic rat, yes. <laughs> a rat yes. that has rescued you. Saved yes. my life. We will bring the greatest cheese available <laughs> from from Trushpire. He clicks his fingers. Bondi. Bondi's like. Yes. <laughs> Take the boat over to the village and find the finest cheese available and bring it back for our little rodentine friend here, please. If you wouldn't mind. And she sort of stops off looking cross like a secret agent who's been given a, an errand that's beneath her. Menial task, yeah. Like sending Jake Bond to the shops. Get a move on. Packet of crisps. Packet of and a milk. If they don't have cheese, I'll have some watchage. If they haven't got watchage, I'll have uh, quavish. Lone bar. Quavish. Eligos is like, oh, yes, I'll have a lion bar, but if they haven't got a lion bar, I'll have a picnic. But if they haven't got a picnic, don't get me anything. Oh, no, 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 do, do, do. I'll have a Twix. Or a Kit Kat. Kit Kat, but definitely not Twix. A Twix. A Twix. (laughs) (laughs) All of these delicacies. Right. Well, we can roll forward. So are we in the tank also allowed to level up? Long rest. Sorry, what am I saying? Yes, yes, yes. You can long long rest. um, Purple. If anything is a long rest, it's lying in a state of... (laughs) Must surely have its benefits. Unconsciousness in a floaty tank of restorative (laughs) goop. We can roll on to the next day, which is Tonj. Tonj, the 16th of heart. Zeech's party is on Asmodee. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make a dice roll. Can we get our stuff? The the 
uncommon we stuff. We need the teleport. Yeah, but you have to teleport. There was to... a hairy moment there when I rolled a two, but I also rolled a 17. At the end of day one, the research group feel that they have made solid progress. They start administering new preparations through the pipes into the fluid of the tanks of all three of you. That's Tonge. Sessions, Buggy, and even start your uncommon items from your magic shopping list are ready. I mean, I know I don't really get a say in this, but given that, like, three-fifths of the party are currently <laughs> out of action, it seems sensible to just wait through this research group getting their thing done, really. Sure. I mean, yeah. I well, assume so. as soon as... Well, we as don't know whether you're going to come out of the tank. But Johnny, well, Johnny, yeah, it's I mean, you can always go then. It's, it's upside up, side, isn't it? Either they're out of the <laughs> tank and well, or there's a lot of treasure for us. Yeah, precisely, yes. <laughs> <laughs> My God, Grim! But, My yeah, God, I mean, we're not cold yet. Receipts. Pull the plug out of the tank. <laughs> all the magic's been, been paid, paid for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Somebody just, just accidentally out trip of... over one of the wires. <laughs> yeah. The other consideration: your rare items are due on Thump Day. That is the day after tomorrow. You could yeah. collect everything with one trip. Yes. The wheel of days turns for the time being. Uh, the time being, Mike. Paul, not now. The <laughs> research group continue their work. Their mood seems to be positive. We're going to roll on to weekday. I'm going to make another dice roll on advantage. Oh, well, you're in a good place. Well, okay. Yeah, absolutely. That is all very positive. If there was some mechanic in play whereby collecting all the points got you an advantage roll and the, the number of points you collected was some sort of modifier on the dice roll. Do I need to draw you a picture? They are <laughs> progressing. In the middle of the night, and the night running from Tonge into weekday, right. there is a sudden explosion of light in the centre of the chamber, and Markus himself appears. There's a kind of flash. He is there. He is holding up a penumbra, or like a shield, that is emitting from his open and outstretched palm some kind of magical force field that forces off-camera, as it were, are clearly pummeling with some kind of awful magical energy. Things are shooting past him, you can hear the sound of a kind of growling. You can see the sign of a tentacle. And then all of a sudden, ring, and he's just standing there in the middle of the chamber. He goes, ah, hello. Good evening, everybody. I've <laughs> returned from the urgent business I had elsewhere. The life of an archmage is never empty. Always can you elaborate? Where Damage devils. This kind of thing. Travelling across the plains. <laughs> ish. Shaving civilization. Anyway. <laughs> now, 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 where are we? Oh, I see we have uh, developments. This is Scaly. This is Purple. Yes, I see. This is Parker. Yes, ah. Kind of looks around, can't see anyone. Oh, and he looks down. Oh, yes, Buggy. <laughs> Sessions. And who is this little furry element creature? It's Cheeseman. Cheeseman. Yes, yes. That is a very good name. It's probably a sort of. Anyway, I have returned, and you are. I can now. see that we are in progress with the uh, quest to effect a cure for your uh, adventuring mage. This is very good. In the meantime, do you know anything about Mother Maggot? Mother Maggot? This is yes. not a name that is familiar to me. If this is something that you have encountered, some intelligence yes, that you have when managed I was to gather. In captivity, she was summoned by Lugpod. Lugpod. Who is this Lugpod of which you speak? My my brother. Your brother. I'll, I'll explain. Oh, you were intercepted. Of course. How yes. oh, stupid of me. I've been distracted. I have many things on my mind. The powers of Kyosha are greater than I had imagined. Able to uh, 
intercept the transportative power of my windows. Take you away. I have reason this to is suspect. What Explain to me. Talk to me about your experiences. Well, I explain thing, but I, I say I have reason to suspect that Mother Maggot will appear at Zeech's banquet to cause havoc, a bit like the Uga Starster. So you're explaining who you think Mother Maggot is. Yeah, and that she okay. shape changes into this woman with loads of jewelry. Yes, yes, okay. Well, this is something we must watch out for. Uh, when you attend the gala, you must uh, maybe confront her or destroy her, maybe. Is that the best you can? <laughs> is that the best advice you can give? Oh, do you wish me? Task unlocked. Look, unplug the tanks. <laughs> okay, I'll look after their possessions. Possessions <laughs> within my. Uh, I'll smart to next kin. Purview. <laughs> I do not know what you wish from me. I will not accompany you. I will not interfere in this process. But uh, it's interesting mm. what you say, Mother Maggot. This is a, a name I am not familiar with. <laughs> now, what is this? Elagos has got that piece of paper with the diagram and the planet on it. Oh yeah, that was very room. interesting. It says depiction that we saw on the floor. This is, uh, it is a myth, though. It is not real. Myth of what? Well, somebody thinks it's well, real. There's uh, long been a myth that there is uh, a tenth planet circulating our star tons as part of our solar system. Solar system. <laughs> is it on the orrery? <laughs> the planet Kachanjama. No. Uh, the orrery. Orrery is in Parker's Handy Haversack. Handy Haversack, yes. Well, you can retrieve it. She, he holds it up. There is no mechanism for a tenth planet, no. But maybe, and he holds it up, this could be adjusted, adapted. Looking at the piece of paper, they do not know where this is. Yes, this is what this piece of paper represents. Calculations are flawed. They are guessing. They have no sense of where this planet may be in the great uh, cosmos. Katchenjama is the name of the legendary planet. Oh, it's an ancient word. It means uh, uproar. Uh, it also means... Uh, pain and hangover, it is the sound of uh, screeching. It is, in my uh, dialect, a cat and jammer, but that, of course, is uh, anachronism. Must not have any anachronisms for the time being. <laughs> cat and jammer has long been associated with uh, death. Uh, it is a gas giant, you know this? The green gas giant. There's gas yes. in these places you visited, yes? Yes. The green gas fuses everything. This is Kios. This is the essence yes, so of Yes, so its appearance... Will herald the age of worms. Well, why right. should the new appear, Buggy? You're also older than you once were. You seem to be a little bit thinner. Arr. You're wearing some kind of stained nightshirt. What is going on with you? What has happened? Oh, yes, of course, captivity, I understand. Anyway, I see that all of our administrations are progressing. Can you reconfigure the orrery according to the calculations and add an extra thing? Think like a planet. Mind? Well, I don't wonder, Buggy. Cog. Yes, like I a do planet. Wonder. That is a very interesting Attach the question. Because you might find it aligns with the other ones on um, Zeech's banquet. Yes, 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 yes. This is very wise, Uncle Bagrav. Yes. yes. First, we must save your friends. And then we must shut down our minds. Maybe we can adapt the orrery. Maybe supplemental parts exist somewhere that we can retrieve or discover or maybe even fashion for ourselves. <laughs> what about the uh, place you went to, Paul? The... Um, Iamandis. Something like that. Do they do that kind of thing? Iamandis wonders. Yeah, that's what I was oh, just thinking. number plate. Johnny, did you also mention the diagrams that you saw when you were in oh. captivity? <laughs> uh, well, I, I guess I explained to everybody what I, what I was doing and where I was. And... Oh, very interesting. Yeah, that would have included 
Okay, so you also tell the others about the other schematic of all the planets and all of the effigies yeah, and all the, with the related links gods to and the all of those stuff. Gods. Yeah. So presumably, Chaos is this mystery planet linked to the mystery planet. So the the thing is, Johnny is that certainly fits the pattern in the sense that on the original schematic that you saw, Buggy, through the eyes of Cheeseman, each planet is associated with a deity and that the representations of those deities were marked up on the walls in the places with the planets. Well, this other planet that's in the other section that you've just been in, yes, the representation of Chios was on the wall in line with it. That was going to be my question. And I think Johnny's idea is that is that they want to work out yeah. when the conjunction of all ten planets will be. Let's roll on from weekday into thump day. I'm going to make another roll at advantage. So... Getting a 90 with the first roll. You're done. You're fine. I've doubled. I mean, wow. Okay. So that is a success. As we roll into thump day, early hours of the morning, buggy sessions, you're woken by an uptick in the activity and urgency in the room. There seems to be a sense of sort of mild celebration, triumph even. And you see a new fluid being pumped into the tanks. And there's a visible and immediate effect. All three forms, that of Scaly, that of Burple, that of Parker, start to spasm. Their heads tip back, but not like that. (laughs) And floating free from them come these organisms, just like the one that was retrieved from the hacked-up corpse of Ocaral. They emerge from their mouths and float into the fluid in the tank, trailing behind them diaphanous tendrils. In Scaly's case, and to a certain extent in Parker's case, it looks like mm-hmm. quite a stunted juvenile organism. In Burple's case, the creature looks much more mature and more well-formed. And okay. the process so that of good. Burple regurgitating this thing seems to be a lot more traumatic. You can infer that it seems to have been more embedded within Burple's form. Anyway, it's all good news. The three of them are floating free in the tank. The organisms are fished out and entrapped in little bell jars, and they can go into the little specimen rack next to the one that they took out of Ocaral. And over the course of the next hour or so, you can see a definite improvement in the physical well-being of our three characters at a certain point they detach a couple of things they turn a couple of spigots and the fluid levels in the tank slowly drop gently depositing your three comrades on the floors of the tanks the liquid drains away and moments later with a sort of cough and a spasm of awakening almost like somebody a drowned person being brought back the three of them Return to consciousness. It's like out the Matrix, isn't it? Yeah, or I was thinking Mary Elizabeth Mastrantonio in The Abyss mm. when she oh, yeah, yeah, voluntarily yeah. Oh, yes. gets herself frozen and Ed Harris swims yeah. her back. And, yeah. Scaly, <laughs> you yes. have levelled up while you've been in the tank. Why don't you tell us oh, yeah. about that? Well, firstly, he there's a, a kind of yellowish-green liquid that starts to refill <laughs> the tank. And he's like, oh, God, I'm yeah. waiting. Thank God, it's only a liquid. As long as we don't have a code brown, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> That's disgusting. Scaly, like the others, 14th levels and all that, yeah, it's got a little bit of niceness. He's got an additional point in, in proficiency, but the nice one is cleansing touch. 
which is you can use your action to end one spell on yourself or on one willing creature that you touch. That's it. Any spell. That's it. What is Any he spell? again? I can't Three remember. Three times per long rest. What is Scaly? Is he a paladin? Is that a paladin? doesn't sound right. We can't have people just being and able he gets to just more kind of prepared spells. You just, You're straight yeah. paladin. Beginning at 14th level, you can use your action to end one spell on yourself or on one willing creature that you touch. You can yep. use this feature a number of times equal to your charisma modifier. You gain expended yep. All right, well, I'm going to have to work out a way around that. I'll think of something. Fine. <laughs> I'll think of something. You're fine. No, no, no more spells they're going to use. Mike's big <laughs> book it. of hexes. No more spells. Right, okay, fine. Well, and that's, well, that's it. it. That's what you get. That's it. Extra more hit points. A few more hit points. Right. Yeah, Great. Well, thing. you're back in the game, you three. Despite the fact that you are a little traumatized by your experience, in game terms, nothing. You've all had a long rest. You're all rested up. It is Thump Day, the 18th. Isn't that officially known as Magic Collection fart. Day? It is officially known <laughs> as Magic Collection Day. But only for the rare. Uh -oh. No, was it the rare and uncommon the items? Uncommon and rare items. Yeah. The very rare items will be available on Monday, the first day of next week. Yeah, two the party day after the is in party. The, yeah, two days after the party. Okay, the party so is in two days' time. Um, we want to go and get the rest of the items, yeah? Um, yeah, uncommon and rare, yeah. Shock, horror, surprise. While the guys are going off to get their care. I'm no, no, them. don't do that, Paul. Honestly, <laughs> I'll send you money. <laughs> we can do the broom cupboard. I'm not going to even start to pick up kids. We don't need to do the broom cupboard. It's because all of this is hand-woven. Hand -woven? This is all handmade. All of this is just hand wavy stuff. We're not going to get into it. Paul, if you're not going, that's fine. You can get back to Frostanger should you wish to be sent back separately. Is this what you would like? Is this your desire, Scaly? Or would you rather wait here for them to return or travel with him? Is this your choice? Well, I want to go to Iamandis, so it might make sense for me to go to Iamandis with the orrery. Okay. But on the other hand, I could just tag along with the others. Let's stick together. Yeah, we, okay. we should I'll come with you because we can go directly from. from um, because we can go from Evenstar directly across. Yes. Okay, sure. Do that. Yeah. Right. Okay. So off to Evenstar. Yep. Markush gestures towards one of the great picture windows, and it is filled by an image of the great city. You can walk across one of the bridges towards it as you approach. The sounds of the city surround you. It' difficult to tell the boundary between the image you're seeing before you and the actual city, the actual environment. As you step closer and closer. The sounds build, the impression builds, you feel more and more immersed. You hear Marcus go, shed them through. And you appear in the Dyson Desire Casino Pleasure House, now taking bookings through Apeshit and Mage. You can look up Fortuna and Kesia. Everything that's on your shopping list that was uncommon or rare is now available. Great. Concessions. You've got your bag of holding mm -hmm. and your sensor of controlling air elementals Burple can get his belt of hill giant strength he'll be very happy about that and his bag of holding Uncle Buggy your cap of water breathing your yellow diamond elemental gem your elixirs of health and your portable hole are all available and finally Parker your iron bands of Bellaro are available great one other question can i go off to this oh, no, alleyway no, 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 no. where the oh um is this where these students the... are to, and okay. basically get a couple of potions of healing is that something that can be done in a day or do they have to are they like over the counter or are they rare items that, that need a few days 
I think they might be common. Are they common? Anybody know? Does anybody They'll be know? common, won't they? <laughs> Let's have a look. Because I've ordered a potion of speed, and that, that you know, that takes... Uh, that's, that's very, very rare, rare, so I'm still waiting that from the students. Hold up. Google it, man. Google it. Potion of healing is... Well, it depends on which type you want. Uh, just 2d4 plus 2 is common, which means you could acquire it pretty much instantly. If you head to Cloak and Dagger, the potion shops in that district, yes, you could do so. It's about 10 minutes walk from the casino. So it's a quick jaunt. You could go and pick up a couple of potions of healing with no problem. They would cost you... I'd have to look it up. How much? We'll work out the money later. Well, we'll work out the money later. I don't know. You're going to have enough. Right. Anything more than just standard potion of healing, then you start getting into waiting times. Cool. Two potions of healing done. We'll work out the money and we'll sort it out. Three if I can afford them. What is next? You are in the Dice of Desire. You have your items. Everybody's gone for the bag of holding. Well, yeah, they're uh, an uncommon item that don't cost very much money and they're incredibly useful. Yeah. I've got a portable hole, by the way. I'm keeping it strapped to my belt away from the bag of holding. Yeah. Okay. Because but it creates a dimensional vortex or something. Yeah. <laughs> what Wuh was talking about in his email, as we all know, is that you've got to be very careful if in extremis you decide that somebody's going to be dimension dooring you out of somewhere bad and... In order to do so, Uncle Buggy has to jump into, for example, Burple's new bag of holding. Because if yeah. you did so, it would be catastrophic. Yes, but my plan, I've got a plan to use it in a positive, <laughs> advantageous way. Okay, I don't want to know about if that plan, I need because to. I suspect I will laugh, and then that will put you off. This is an odd little sesh, isn't it? It's all sorts of weird little mm. bits and bobs. Yes. Anyway, there we go. To Frostanger? To Frost- To the Ogre's Hideout? Is that what you're doing next? Well, it's Paul's... Um Whoever they are. To yeah, we'll go to the well, Ogre's Hideout where they've got a room. We'll, get, well when does the, the um, armour turn up? Moon day. Moon, oh, day. Right. Moon day, and it's currently thump day. I'll go with Scaly to the uh, the jewellers or the metal workers, whatever they're called. You appear in your room at the Ogre's Hideout. They haven't let it out again. Everything's pretty much as you left it. Is it still messy? No, it's fine. I mean, they tidied up all the burst bits of Ocaral and restored things to some kind of order. It's, let's say, mid-morning again. It's been snowing. There's snow banked up against the corners of the windows, like Muppet Christmas Carol. It's cold. There's no fire burning in the hearth because you've not been there. The room's in some order. You can leave. The bar is pretty busy. It's just before lunchtime. Uh, The streets are pretty busy. You get the sense that preparations are ramping up for the great gala on asthma day day after tomorrow you can wander your way through the streets is everybody going or just you going yeah can i confirm i've got cheeseman in the bag of holding of course after his feast of cheese yeah we can take some of that cheese with you help yeah. you show off the cheese you can right. head to Eamandy's wonders how long can cheeseman survive in the bag of holding? we're not going to peer too closely at that well i'll open the it's thing just too much then. fun having a pet rat have I got some sort of bond with him now? I mean, he's yeah, we're good mates and all that. Uh, I would say yes. I mean, he's he sees you as his um, cheese master. Did you not say you had animal handling or something? That's yeah, I haven't got illegal. charm animal illegal. or anything. Oh, I see. Sorry. <laughs> good. Scaly's just going to leave them while they're talking about mice, and he's going to. I'll come with you. I'll come with you. No, I, yeah, okay. I was going to say. I've got my posh gear on. Together. I'm just going to go and... Oh, you bring on the posh gear, so you're I've changing, are you, out of your yeah. sackcloth? So none of this, I smell like wee, I've had a bath, okay? Yeah, in wee. 
Scaly strides <laughs> off through the snow-covered streets with the tiny form of Uncle Buggy desperately trying to keep up behind him. To Eamandy's uh, wonders. Now I will this follow. way more than 70 feet away. You'll never get there. There are two hobgoblins sitting above a great iron circular door that's embedded in this World War II bunker of a building. They recognise Scaly, but they don't recognise the rest of you. Don't worry about them. Let me in. They exchange a look. They pull the lever. The door grinds open. You can taste the magic as you walk God. within. This it's like, uh, as we've discussed with Scaly before, it's like one of those weird small town antique shops that just go on forever and down into the basement and upstairs. You have to keep ducking in order to not bump your head. You have to keep watching out whether or not you're going to knock something off a shelf. It's absolute chaos in there. But in the kind of entrance lobby... Two gnomes sit behind a desk. One of them is like the kind of master of the ledger and has got a quill. The other one wears an enormous jeweler's eyepiece and is working on some piece of metalwork. I got to him. Oh, hello, sir. You have returned. It's actually been, amazingly, more than 20 minutes since you were last visiting. (laughs) Is there something I can help you with, sir? Oh, I think Arthur... Arthur number plate looks up with the giant eyepiece, looks straight up at you, Scaly. Goes, <laughs> you see enormous eyes framed within the lens. He takes the eyepiece away and he goes, Oh, it is, sir. Sir, your items are ready. Okay, I'll have them. We have your dagger and we have your ashtray. Thank you. Claps his hand and from the dark depths of the shop, a little functionary scurries forward with your orders wrapped up in brown paper and string. I hope they are to your satisfaction, sir. The dagger will conceal itself within your armour. It will slot neatly in. The uh, ashtray should fit perfectly over the end of your may I say, very attractive uh, tail, sir. Well, let's give it a go. So I'll unwrap the ashtray. Uh, Does it fit? Glorious. It's uh, a little bit like a candlestick holder. In a sense, right. Except that it's got as it were, a sleeve rather than a loop that you can then place over the end of your tail, and it fits in perfectly snugly. Excellent. I'll wear it. I'll, I'll light up a cigar. They're bad for you, you know. One other thing. Those things. Who's got the orrery? I... The medical evidence is overwhelming, sir. And also, there's no smoking to be allowed in here. Ah, oh, that's a shame. Who's got the orrery? Parker. Sh- I'm still in the handy handsack, I assume. Can we have the orrery, please? Oh! If you place it before him on his workbench... Arthur Numberplate leans forward keenly in his seat. He puts the eyepiece back in. He turns it over in his hands. He looks at the base. He looks at the structure. He winds it forward. He winds it back a little. It seems to be in perfect working order, sir. How can I help with it? I look at Buggy. Is there some way of uh, extending the... The gnome just looks around, like, where is this voice coming from? And I'm he down leans here. Forward over I'm the down desk. here. <laughs> oh, I bend down. Is there a way of lift up buggy? I didn't see your pet down there. <laughs> so. can plonk him on the table. Is there a way of extending the instrument by way of a, an additional attachment? Could you elaborate, sir, on exactly the operation that you require? Uh, the, uh, the instrument was designed for adding extra planets, planets around the periphery. It is? He yes. sort of turns it over again and has another look at it. Um, well, I suppose that's possible. Well, yeah. There's no obvious signs. That it might, but it might not be on the periphery. It might be uh, somewhere 
between the middle and the outer planet. Sorry, are you talking, sir, about an extra planet? Yes, yes. <laughs> the two gnomes exchange a look and then look back at you. Not Cats and Jammer, sir. Not the mythical planet. Yes, yes, yes. Well, I never. Well, this has not been designed to... Uh, existence of Cats and Jammer is just a myth, sir. Modern science has moved on. This device is not built on myth, this is built on observation. No, but it are there any inconsistencies with its construction that suggest that you can add something to one of the spokes or whatever? At first glance, sir, I would say no, but I would never be categorical on something so complex. Leave it with me, sir, and we could investigate it further. How long will it take? Where's that voice come from? <laughs> oh, it's Sessions, who wasn't here, but lift up Sessions Somehow onto is. <laughs> wow, it's very difficult to say, sir. How long are you in town for? We haven't got enough time. We need to know now. If I can remember Mr. O'Toole's instructions clearly, you're here for the party. Yes, but we need this fixed before the party, i.e. tomorrow or the next day. No, no, we need need it fixed by Friday evening at the latest. The names of the days of the week you're using are anachronistic, sir. Yes. (laughs) We can't have anachronisms, at least not for the time being. By Sunday evening... Sunday evening, tomorrow no, no. evening, yes. sir. You just want us to see whether or not it's technically possible to adapt it, yes? Yes. I think I could be confident that I can give you an answer by then, sir. Yes. No, no, we want you to actually adapt it by then. <laughs> we will pay a priority sir, fee. Sir, jests, surely. Even the fashioning of your required components would take... Oh, he looks at his... Um, no, J- Johnny, no Johnny it's, not, it's not a problem. Tomorrow night at 12 o'clock. The orrery will give us the next alignment, which will give us three questions. We probably don't want to make any changes to it before that. They can have a look at it till tomorrow. And then at 12 o'clock in the evening, then we basically will have the alignment. And I, at that point, I mean, that's one of the things we need to think about before then, because it would be good to have some questions ready. Because if I remember last time, we were allowed to ask three questions. And then, effectively, after that, we could give it back to them so that they could add the 10th planet if they find out how to do it. That would be my suggestion. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah, but... um, Makes sense to me. Well, we can certainly come up with an answer. This um, gnome has been sitting patiently. He's amazed by Parker, who it it doesn't appear to be capable... (laughs) Doesn't at first glance seem to be Mr. Cosmology. (laughs) I think I followed most of that. Uh, Not as stupid as I look, am I? Well, your voice has changed an awful lot since your Dickensian Christmas morning goes. Uh, <laughs> we shall have a Christmas. I think I followed most of that logic. Uh, sir, yes, I could certainly get you an answer. I believe right, by we'll the end of tomorrow. tomorrow yes. Lovely. Is that what you'd like to do? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. No? We trust him, I suppose. Yeah, well, was, that was the only other thing that I was going to mention as well. Is I mean, He's not an agent of evil, is he? He's not going to... Wander off with it. Can I do an insight I check? I can do something. Yeah, give me an insight check. Fifteen. is a decent number. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't detect any skullduggery. All right. We'll he seems that. to be on the level. Okay. I'm going back to the other hotel whose name I can never remember. The Deluxury? The Deluxury. To get your ticket. Armin Laratio is the proprietor of the Deluxury. Oh, it is, sir. Walk straight up to him. Oh, good afternoon. I was fun. Whether or not I was going to make your reacquaintance. <laughs> I'm back. Where's my ticket? Your ticket is here, sir. Thank you. Are the others with you? Yeah, I think we're all together. At the yeah. yeah. They, they, they oh, you're together. Behind me. Ambassador, high priest. Yes, sir, here is your ticket. I presume you're all part of the same party? 
Yes. yes. Your carriage will be with you two hours before sunset on Ansible Day, sir, ready for the gala. Thank you. I hope you enjoy yourselves. He looks over at you, Sessions. Mm Mm-hmm. Don't forget what they mentioned about um, following all the mores and rules of etiquette of such a prestigious occasion. Yes? Yes. It would reflect badly on the luxury and on myself if there was to be any unpleasantness. Yes. 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 Thank you. Thank you, High Priest. Thank you, Uh, Ambassador. There was a woman staying here with lots of jewellery. Staying here, sir? Yes. I don't have any recollection of such a... She's Jewelry, sir. Can you describe her in any more detail? Uh, uh, sessions? The the lady I was um, in dialogue with when we were here before. I've forgotten her name. I'm not sure I observed that interaction, sir. I'm sure someone... Are you talking say. about Mahudril? She's a lady of greatest elegance and a, a frequent patron of our three dragon anti-tables. Now, she wears fine jewellery. Sounds like She is her. of the highest breeding and class. Oh. She is the uh, matriarch of the Red Blades. Is this it's not scaly and tentacled, then. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's exactly it is. Perfect. Oh, good, good, good. Uh, is she staying here in the in the hotel? Mahudril? No, no, no. Yes. She lives in her building with the Red Blades. Ah. As we thought. So we need to now figure out whether if we're going to do anything in advance of the uh, banquet. Yeah. Or are we just going to hang... Well, He's you haven't got that much hanging to do, to be honest. You can hang out in the ogre's hideout. You can... I've still got my room here, though, don't I? You do. Should you wish to stay there instead? Yeah, of course. How much is it a night in the deluxury? It's a hundred and something. It's expensive. It's about, it's about a hundred. Yeah, I'll do a few nights. I've got enough to do. Any loose ends? What about that guy from the ball race who we massively pissed off? Bacross? Yes. Oh, that reminds me. I'm very sorry. Paul. Oh dear, what, what have I done? When you pick up your ashtray yeah. and you pick up your dagger and you've successfully yeah. completed a transaction with Eomandy's Wonders, you yes. may award yourself one authority point. Ooh, thank you. You've made connections in the town and demonstrated yourself to be a person of quality and has got a bit of money about them and that has earned you a point. Excellent, so it takes me back to zero. It takes you back to zero, yeah. <laughs> Why were you negative? Because they're massively pissed off the guy at the ball race. It was to do with the crowd. Authority points. Oh, yeah. Your senses to how what the general sentiment of Frostdanger about you and your standing. Yeah. You were a little over triumphant. Yes, I was a little Perhaps. rude to him in publicly. Maybe you just went a little bit too far, and that cost you a point. Yeah. Yeah. Worth it. I wonder if I go and track him down and apologise. Pacras, he's in the rooms upstairs in the ogre's hideout. In the ogre's hideout. Yeah. That's how you know him. That's how you we met him. Met him. Uh, oh, sorry. We're we're the luxury right now. Take him for a beer and a slap-up meal. I think that's a really good idea of Lucas's. Actually, I'd like to go back to Yoga's hideout, offer to take him for a meal, apologise. No hard feeling. Oh, it's you. I see. Yes, the little monkey. Yeah, the leprechaun. Oh, yes, yes, yes. You, the giant monster, the green thing, and Odd Goggles over here, the weird <laughs> silent one. Odd Goggles. <laughs> a meal, you say? I just would like to apologise. We overreacted. An apology for you? Yeah. Well, wonders never cease. <laughs> Is there a street vendor selling gruel by the side of the road we can treat him to? No, I'm going to take it. Would you like dinner at the Deluxury? Well, yes, I rather would. Ooh. Okay. May I bring a guest? Yes. Oh, thank you very much. 
guys! Near the thundering of feet. <laughs> guys. <laughs> and Vajus, his wizard companion, who has a raven on his shoulder, and a load of other goons appear, and they <laughs> storm down the stairs behind you. Your conduct was unfortunate, but this is ever so decent of you. He's very generous. Armin looks absolutely mortified as you will pile into the restaurant. Just uh, presumably they've got him. a private room in the deluxe room. We, we yeah. do, yeah. I think you'll find it somewhere. <laughs> you might actually lose authority points bringing in a rabble. You're all right. The Crus is a noble mm. visitor for Zeech's party from out of town. It rubs off well on you. Why don't we say that very visible display of largesse and the obvious recherchement between you and Bacross's gang in very public view of all the, the great and the good of uh, Frostanger earns you all another authority point. Excellent. But I also want to use it as an opportunity to talk to him. I ask him, has he been to one of these do it, parties Do we before? have individual and total authority points? How does this work? All of you got two when you arrived, but Scaly got none because Scaly didn't exist at that point. Yeah. And we all got minus one after not you reading You all the got minus one because the rotten apple spoiled the barrel. I have two written down and so did Dan. So we had two when Can we arrived, one? plus one after getting the tickets, minus one after not reading the crowd at the ball race, and plus one after making it up with Bicross now, is what you're saying. So we should be at three. So we should be on three. Didn't you get one from winning Bacross's race? And Scaly no. is on one, but Armhin has your tickets, Scaly. Yes, I've just got my ticket. And that's another one. Okay, so one, two. This is such a smooth system. It just works like... So do we get one for getting already. a ticket? Just clockwork. You did get one for getting a ticket, Yeah. Graham, originally. That's why your number is a two. Right, okay, very um, confused. Like but it's now a three, so yeah? Yeah, two, yeah, plus one three after getting the tickets, minus one after leaving <laughs> the crowd, plus one now. Yes, precisely. So yes, you've all got three apart from me, you've got two. I yes. like to take the opportunity to talk to him about the party, ask him if he's been to one before. Well, no. This is a once-in-country-year event. Oh, okay. I have heard a few things about this kind of... Uh, mm. What have you heard? Shindig. Zeech is very particular. The etiquette of attending is very specific. I don't know that I'm the expert on these things. <laughs> Look at me. For just, I know a bit more. For just, sidles up. Um, what is it that you require to know about, sir? Remind us what the etiquette for this thing is. Well, it won't be allowed your weapons, if that's the question you're asking. Well, also, that's part of the question, clearly. Remind us the other things that we're supposed to remember. Can you give me a charisma check, please? My weapons... All of us, or just mm-hmm. sessions? Mm. You are allowed armour. He looks fixedly at Scaly, who wears quite a lot of it. Yeah. But it must be burnished, as this gentleman says. He indicates Scaly, who, now that all the slime has been cleared off it from the tank, has got a suit of resplendent, burnished, polished armour. This is the kind of thing that goes down well. Or very fine clothing worn by your pet here. But nothing tarnished. Zeech is fascinated by... The adventurers, the heroes of myth and story, but he doesn't actually like them turning up on his doorstep. He has a romantic view of the hero and how a hero should comport themselves. Are we going to be searched for weapons? It's a once in a twenty year event, little person, whatever you are. There's no way of knowing exactly how things are going to work. But something as obvious is going to be obviously Can't go anywhere without my axe. 
Stick it in your bag of Well, in that case, you can't go to the party, can you, you little monkey? Want, <laughs> some ceremonial monkish the... robes are in order. I'm going to go and get my armour polished. Okay, so there's so armour polishing. This, sorry, this slap-up meal and getting a massive mm. hangover, is this taking place on Thursday evening? You keep doing it. Friday. Thump day evening. Thump day evening. Moon day. Tonge. Weekday. Thump day. Sunday. Asthma day. Ought. Those are your seven days of the week. It is now thump day. Tomorrow is Sunday. At the end of tomorrow, at midnight, your expectation is that the orrery may chirp into life. And then on asthma day, two hours before sunset, your carriage is expected at your lodgings. So okay. just once more, moon day, tonge, weekday, thump day, <laughs> Sunday, asthma day. Ought. Is there uh, some, mm, some way of hiding the weapons, like uh, Learman's tiny box or whatever it's called, chest? Or a bag Learman's of tiny scabbard. Yeah, they're just going to search the bag of holding, though, aren't they? I can't imagine they'll just let you go in carrying a bag and then not look in it. I'm not too fussed about weapons, to be perfectly honest. Something we need to think about. I might put my weapon in my portable hole, which doesn't really look like anything other than a handkerchief. (laughs) Yes, pocket square. And then I'll keep my velvet jacket. Keep my flame tongue in my bag of holding as if that's my, my weapon. That I'm handing over if oh, you look in there. To be found. Okay. Well, you're preparing in advance again. We've got a whole day to go. What are you doing the rest of your day and the rest of Sunday? Well, or are you doing anything? Massive chopper. Yes, yeah, so you've got a massive mass- chopper. Well, you've got to think about something. What you want to do that with that? In the portable hole? Yeah. The very finely crafted dagger that you've just picked up will slide into the arm bits of your. I, mean, I don't know what's armor. I'm not one of those medieval warfare experts it's- with a ponytail, so I can't tell you, but the bits yes. of your. Yeah. What next? We could just let the clock tick forward. We could you, just let the clock tick forward. You could let the wheel of days turn for the time being. Sorry, the time being. You keep mentioning Let's not get into that now, Paul. Let us roll forward onto Sunday. The yeah. uh, preparations for the gala ramp up another notch. The streets are full. They are thronged with celebrants. Somebody give me, as you uh, interact with the celebrants and wander around town during the uh, snowy but still festive day... Somebody give me an insight check. I'm quite good at that. Not me. Two from Session. 18 for Buggy. Buggy, your sense as you wander the streets, sucking on a toffee apple, is that though their streets are thronging with celebrants and uh, party people, that there's something behind the eyes which says that this is all a bit of a performance they're not really perhaps as joyous about the prospect of Zeech's 20-year anniversary as they <laughs> appear to be. We've got to go and check up on our, uh, the orrery. Yes. Go and have a chat with them. Around about tea time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The iron door grates open once again into the interior. You can taste the magic. That's a little phrase they've got under the name, the sign outside. Arthur number plate. <laughs> magic you can taste. Holds the orrery up. Very like Hesty Testapod did all those weeks ago, like a waiter holding up a tray of drinks. I think it can be adapted, sir. He looks up at you with the eyepiece's eye enormous in the lens. In fact, I may venture so far as to say that it is built to be adapted. Sir is very astute. He looks over the desk at you, Buggy. Yes. I bend down, lift Buggy up, put him on the desk. He takes out a tissue and he (laughs) mops up the, the seepage and then, so could you just help this for a second, sir? Hands you the tissue, buggy. Thank you. Yes, it looks like this item has been built to be... Enhanced. 
and my powers are great, but perhaps it is beyond me. Certainly without some understanding of exactly how it would be adapted. This is the problem. It's not so much a question of the wherewithal or the tool making or the uh, skill. It's more to do with the understanding of the method. Okay. May I venture an opinion, okay. sir? Yeah, yeah. Go would on. that be okay? Sure. Yes. Get my sense it. is that if this artifact was built to be adjusted and adapted, that perhaps those parts already exist. Perhaps the original maker, as it were, omitted these parts deliberately, but left the option for them to be returned to it. It's just a thought. So we're on a quest. It's just the DM talking to you with a funny voice. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's just a DM laying out a head. We made it. Can we remember? Just, just a little tip. Oh, I have no idea who would have made this there. It's very ancient. Where did he find it? How did you come by Can it? we remember where we... Were there other bits with it when we found it? There were. Oh. You found mm. a whole load of bits that That's you cobbled right. together. You were in the uh, dark chambers of, of the, the Grey Woods. Yes, in the dark cathedral. Yeah. Under Dowstone's mine outside Diamond Lake. My God, how do I remember this? Do I still have those parts? Well, if I recall correctly, Parker hoovered up the stuff he thought looked useful. Mm. Stuck them in a bag and... With the use of some magic and some restorative stuff and enchantments and his own skill and judgment. Fixed it. Fixed it when you were staying overnight in the Garm farm after the fight with the bugbears. Now, whether or not there are any parts left over, parts that Parker didn't originally pick up, or parts that were left over when Hesty restored it, you're not certain. Hmm. But we're certain we don't have them. But we can go back and get them, can we, theoretically? It is conceivable that some parts were omitted when Parker hoovered up the bits that he could see. It's also conceivable that they were never there in the first place, that somebody had sequestered yeah. them away somewhere and you never encountered them. Wouldn't Hesty have given us the bits that were left over and sort of said... You don't have any recollection of Hesty saying... Yeah. that there were any components that he had not used to restore yeah. So the object is complete as far as it is. There can be extra parts. We don't have them. Yeah. Anyway, you have it. Okay. You can return to the ogre's hideout or the deluxe where you're staying. You're split up in different places, aren't you? That's a new quest. Where are you spending your evenings? Are you spending them together or is a is a schism, is there a divide appearing in the camp with Uncle Buggy and Scaly staying in the deluxe well, If we're being uh, picked up, to go to the ball or whatever. We don't want to be picked up at the ogre's hideout, do we? No. Should we go and have dinner at the deluxe Yeah. If you pay. I'll pay. Yes, you can put dinner on your room in yep. the deluxe You can drink away into the evening. The great and the good are there. It's the night before Zeech's banquet. There are some people there that look like they're probably involved with the party. A couple of the people that you saw competing against Bacrus in the ball race, they are in the bar and they kind of acknowledge you and it's all very companionable the evening rolls forward you can retire to one of the deluxuries uh, sumptuous lounges that library field there are bookshelves and there's a fire and wingback armchairs and the finest spirits that frostanger could provide the evening rolls on the hearth spirit glows brightly within the flames Midnight is approaching. Yeah, what do you want so to do? Before, with I've got to go to bed before, early. Right, we need to have a discussion about <laughs> fight tomorrow. questions we think we want to ask. Are you happy where you're sitting or do you want to move? I mean, I think with we the want expectation to go up to you... a closed room. Scaly's room, you can do? Yeah, yeah, yeah up there. we go up to Scaly's room. Somewhere where we're not going to be disturbed. Up in the eaves, you close the door behind you. The orrery is awakening, Parker. Yeah. 
and at the stroke of midnight, it becomes increasingly insubstantial and is replaced by the vista of the Tonge system that springs into existence. The planets rotating and whirling around you. The orbs representing marks and supertea begin to glow and align. This little hotel room, its boundaries seem to fade and you're standing within the cosmos with the great glowing sun, Tonge, in the centre, the image of the eye, the eye that sees all. Mm-hmm. You all feel drawn to it. You hear a voice ring out. I am the I am eye I that all doth see. Mortal, ask, ask me now your questions, questions three. And we'll find out the questions that you have uh, for the Iron Tonge, <laughs> whether or not the answers help you in your quest. Uh, and we will see what tomorrow brings with Zeech's Gala when we pick things up next week. Great. Burger King or McDonald's fries? That's yeah. the question. What's McDonald's? What's the point? That's a waste of a question. Well, <laughs> how much would... The Billowing Hilltop Podcast is a Billowing Hilltop production. Dungeons and Dragons is a trademark of Wizards of the Coast. The Prince of Red Hand and Age of Worms are copyright Paizo. The Prince of Red Hand was written by Richard Pett. Music is from Kevin McLeod and Incompetech.com and is used with thanks under the Creative Commons license. Additional music and sound effects come from the wonderful Sirenscape. All other original material is copyright Billowing Hilltop. Role-playing games are all about getting people together and we use Roll20 as our tabletop, the perfect place to host your game and Discord to host our chat. Thanks for listening! Howdy, y'all. We're Two Monsters Rolling Dice, an actual play tabletop roleplay podcast played in the cinematic Fate Core system with a new and original score and a cutting-edge sound design. Fully included. We're a team of real-life friends and nerds focused on collaborative storytelling, character-driven drama, and immersive original worlds. If you're looking for intrigue, drama, laughs, cowboy duels, dinosaurs, political conflict, mysterious supernatural phenomena, and so much more, all in the style of an old-timey radio dramedy, give us a try. Check us out at twomonstersrollingdice.com or by searching for Two Monsters Rolling Dice wherever you get your podcasts.